I mean, you're gonna like sing over my melody? My melody's really nice. Like, <laughs> I spent very long time like working on this sweet guitar melody and like, you know, Miles Davis, you're gonna sing over like Miles' trumpet? Like, <laughs> what, what are you adding? Je luistert naar de podcast van Tivoli Vredenburg. Met vandaag een podcast live voor publiek vanaf Footprints. Een festival met traditionele klanken vermengd met moderne geluid. Centraal staat de vraag wat voor artiesten zelf eigenlijk de inspiratiebronnen waren bij het schrijven van hun nummers. Als host hoor je Leendert van der Valk, muziekjournalist bij NRC. Drie delen, beginnende bij de eerste combinatie, Jungle by Night en Kruang Bin. Right, so... Um... Welcome everybody, uh, everybody here uh, in the audience and as well on the podcast because this is going to be turned into a podcast that you can listen to later. Um, and welcome to the Footprints Festival and of course welcome uh, Mark Speer here from Krangbin and uh, Gino Groeneveld from Jungle by Night. Uh, we'll be talking to, to them and I'm saying we because there's a microphone there as well if you want. You can pop your question there as well. Um, And my name is Leonard van der Valk. Um, I'm a music journalist. And I'm very happy to, to host this um, because Footprints Festival, I think, is really interesting because uh, the footprints refer to the footprints that we're following to adventurous places. And I think these two bands uh, definitely do that. Um, and that's what we're going to, to talk about, about the influences and also how do you get your new music, where do you get it from, uh, how do you discover that? Um, Now, my first question is maybe kind of a hard one to start with, but uh, I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, are you, well, okay, it's not really hard to answer, but are you familiar with each other's music? Do you know Jungle by Night? I uh, just listened to some of your music about 30 minutes ago. Cool. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> And do you know Chromebee? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Then, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> then I'm going to ask you, would you like to describe the music of Jungle by Night? Actually, it reminds me of some music that I used to play in a band in Houston called Free Radicals many, many, many years ago, maybe around 04, 05. It was very, like, kind of world and, like, jazz, but, like, Afrobeat-influenced kind of mm -hmm. stuff with, like, horn section and, you know, funky drums. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to add? No, no, that's no. spot on, you know. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, how would you describe Krungbin? Yeah, yeah, I know that, like, I also inspired by, like, Thai funk stuff and... Uh, Yeah, just it's very like yeah, just the guitar. I love I love the, the how how the like the guitar plays such melodic and uh, style, but also does like the the, the rhythm at, at the same time uh, rhythm guitar and just very I live very easy listening as well. Mm -hmm. It's really laid back. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything to Thanks. add to that? Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we're done. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, I think there are uh, a couple of similarities between uh, the two of you, um, between the, the sound of the band. And one of them is uh, that it's mostly instrumental. For Krangbin, it's not really totally instrumental, but sure. it's the basis. Um, um, and for Jungle's Night by Night as well, right? Mm -hmm. You actually never use vocals. No, we did like a collaboration with somebody mm -hmm. once, but no, no. Yeah. Um, why did you choose that? Uh, well, like, I think it's not necessary to always have vocals. You know, it's it's for us. It's about the band and about the groove and about like getting into this trance and um, going all for that. You know, it's not. Some people have told us or asked us why don't you have a singer or 
uh, could I be your singer or whatever? And yeah, if you have a singer, you will like go to the next level or something. But it's it's not about that for us. It's we want the people to listen to every individual instrument and and then like uh, think about that. So we try to give every instrument its place and and. Um, I think we sort of succeeded in that. Mm -hmm. And was it a deliberate choice for Kurangbin? We were deathly afraid of singing. <laughs> just very, you know, nervous kind of stage fright stuff. I think we initially started it because we just didn't, you know, we wanted to keep things really simple. Uh, I had ended up having to do a lot of work around Houston um, as a session guitar player, so you had to bring this big pedal board with all this stuff, and I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to play in a band where I could literally just plug into the amp and just be done with it, mm -hmm. you know? And I think the lack of vocals was kind of, was kind of a tangent off that. It's like, oh, well, what else don't we have to do? Oh, let's not sing. Great. Um, and then, you know, I think we put some stuff out on our, on our label. It was like, well, you know, um, I think people would like you more if you put more vocals on things. And we're like, okay. So we tried to, like, shoehorn vocals into some existing stuff, and it didn't work. Uh, but when we started working on our first full length, we were like, okay, well, let's put some oohs and ahs on it and see what happens. <laughs> And that's still pretty much the extent of what we do. Yeah, probably. yeah. Uh -huh. and, and what does it? Um, how does that shape the music? Because you're 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 writing songs in a different way. Then I guess. Yeah, it's like you just, now you have to make space for vocals. Um, that's kind of it. You just have to make space for vocals. Whereas mm -hmm. uh, it's like I hear people, oh, I would love to sing over a Krungbin. It's like. I mean, you're gonna like sing over my melody? My melody's really nice. Like, <laughs> I spent very long time like working on this sweet guitar melody, and like you either need to, you know, sing in the space, you know, or like harmonize with, or like just something. It's got a compliment. You can't just like go over, you know, this strong. At least what I think is a, is a strong melody. It's like I do the same thing with, you know, Miles Davis. You're gonna sing over like Miles trumpet, like. <laughs> What are you adding, you know, to that? Yeah, I mean, not. To, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be like, I'm so great. It's like you know, I like to give music like its spots. Like you know, this goes here, that goes there, that goes there. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. If everyone's playing at the same time, it sounds it sounds crazy. And <laughs> I think there's there's another similarity, and that is that you both um, well started out as a as a band that is influenced by uh, music from abroad. Um, Jungle by Night is, is still referred to as an Afrobeat band, but I know you're tired of that. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and you are often referred to as a Thai funk band, but maybe you've... Yeah. I, feel, I feel the same way. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, I'm sorry about that then. <laughs> I'm sure you, when I was like, yeah, it's kind of like Afrobeat. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I, I get it. Like, people got to figure out something to pigeonhole it into. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I need to start up somewhere and then I can take from there see where right. it goes. And um, still, we would like to hear some of the early influences of the band. So, and I asked you uh, to to give us a song that that we could maybe play. Uh, and that was quite difficult because it was written in Thai as well, yeah. so you can't find it on. on yeah, it's, I can't type Thai into my no. iPhone keyboard. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely not on Spotify yet. Uh, maybe one day. Exactly. So, uh, can you pronounce it? Can we? Uh, the singer's name is Sudrak Aksontong. Oh, I'm 
it and you're still digging it. Dude. <laughs> still. Yeah. Right here, that's where it lives. How did you find this? Uh, we were listening to a lot of music that we found on this Thai music blog called Monrak Pleng Thai, which means I love Thai music. Um, eating a lot of Thai food. Uh, try, try, trying our, our hardest, our Texan hardest to learn some Thai words um, and failing miserably at pronouncing them. Um, so that's why we still say Krung Bin instead of, you know, Guang Bin, which is kind of closer to how you'd say it. Um, but yeah, Monrak Pleng Thai is where I found pretty much all that stuff. But but how did you come across that? Um, it was a it was in the sidebar of a very famous blog called Awesome Tapes from Africa, mm. mm-hmm. which I'm sure most yes. of you have, have heard. And if not, please check out that blog. He, he actually he I think he DJs now um, mm-hmm. just with tapes, like he does cassette ta- cassette tape DJing, which is awesome in its own way. Yeah. But yeah, it was just uh, I was on that blog like oh man this blog's really really great. Let's find some other. Uh, links off of that and that was one of the ones that I was like oh I don't need to look for much more stuff this is, this is great this is, <laughs> it was such a huge treasure trove of, of music so yeah and that's that was my favorite singer off that yeah him and Dal Van Don and uh, uh, Man City Lion yeah good stuff and did it immediately immediately spark uh, your uh, creativity by I want to do this myself. I want to make this kind of music. It was just like there was something so oddly familiar about it, even though he's singing in a you know totally foreign language to me. Um, but like, there's like this certain way of approaching like that groove. Like they're all kind of just a little behind. Like there's the time, and the horns are just like they're just pulling it back a little bit. And I was like, ooh, that's funky. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. They're not trying to like rush the beat. Uh, and something about the, the drum groove reminded me of like like Zydeco or like stuff that I knew growing up playing in Houston. So, um, you know, funky bass, funky guitars, really like stabby horns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, I mean, his vocal melodies are just whew, uh, undescribable, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, Gino, um, well, you, you just literally literally uh, rushed from the stage mm. of Altingun, yes. right? Uh, so we didn't have time to, to ask you for anything to play, but uh, I do have a, a, a track by Mulata Astatke. Uh, sure. Ready? That's also where, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. L- well, let, let's have a listen to that. <laughs> This is one of the uh, tracks that, or, or one of the artists that you listen to, or some of the band members listen yeah, to before starting the band, yeah. right? And yeah. Mulato Astatke, well, please explain, who, who is he? Yeah, he's an Ethiopian uh, Ethiopian artist, uh, Ethiopian jazz it's called. And uh, Yeah, yeah, we play, actually played a couple of shows together with him. We did, uh, we did these 
um, yeah, also celebrations, but we try to get more more stuff from Africa. And um, yeah, actually, my my brother was um, really into hip hop and sampling and stuff. And also, this this song has been sampled by um, Damien Marley, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, but yeah, he was really into sampling. And uh, when we started, he was the first guy to to sort of push some songs forward. And we had to try out with some stuff. And this was one of the first songs we also we came with. Uh, yeah, yeah. How do I explain it? It's uh, yeah, just it's it's very sloppy the how the whole groove sits, you know. But it's all about that, like the how he plays with the organ, and he also plays. He's a vibraphonist, yeah. actually, you know. Um, yeah, just his melodies. It's the that really get me, you know. Yeah, and how did you? Because this, we're talking ten years ago or so, mm-hmm. right? And how did you uh, start listening to this music? How did you discover it? Yeah, just as I said, like through 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 my, through, through like uh, yeah, oh, sampling yeah. and also like um, YouTube is you, you, oh, nowadays also a really good medium. You can like just find something you heard or somebody recommended, and there's like a list of things which yeah. are like sort of similar. Um, but also 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 like blogs and stuff. And yeah. and and you started forming the band back then. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so you had to find other guys who were into this. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, we just took it one by one. At first, it was my brother. I play percussion. My brother drums, and then uh, bass player. And then one by one, we just wanted to. First, we got the guitar player, and he was really into that kind of music, also like high life music and stuff. A lot, so that was a great connection. And then he knew somebody from like uh, Bowie's actually right there. He was a bit late, but he, he knew him from like elementary school. And I know a guy who plays trumpet, and it would be great for the, to have that. And the first song we actually played was um, was a cover from the Budos band um, mm. up from the south. Um, and then we just thought, okay, which which instruments do we need to sort of cover this? And uh, yeah, so it sort of happened, and then after after a while, okay, nine people, we have enough right now. And this, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit hectic, and we need to make money at some point. <laughs> no, but no, yeah. it was uh, yeah, it was very organic. Um, just somebody knew somebody, and my uh, also the guitar player has a brother. He plays saxophone. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and that's when you became known as the Young Afrobeat Band. Yes, well, yeah, we started play. Yeah, we started out playing a lot of Afrobeat. Yeah, because f- just for the record, Mulatto Scott is not. Re- no, it's, it's not, not really it's not Afrobeat. Afrobeat. No, 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 exactly, not really. Um, but but everybody had so much more interest in, in things all around the world. After two years, we played in Turkey, and then we got exposed to the Turkish music as well. So we started to get some uh, instrument, uh, like uh, inspiration from that. And uh, yeah, like my, my heritage is uh, Indonesian, so I used to grow mm-hmm. up playing gamelan a lot. And when I was like five years old, and my mom has like a Balinese dragon, so those are like things which are in me. And we also did like gamelan tune, which is just gamelan and drums. Um, but yeah, everybody has so many like so, such different backgrounds. Now we got a bass player, and he's like he used to grow up with like punk music and really hardcore shit. And um, he pushes he pushes his his vibe now also in there. And nowadays we try to listen more to um, yeah yeah well, well we want to have it uh, be able to play it in the club as well. You know, mm-hmm. have, um, so we're also like listening to Solex and stuff like that right now. Right. And just try to get everything we've 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 um, collected over the years and put it into what we have now. And it's of course there are some Afrobeat influences still there. You know, uh, we have two percussion players and stuff, so it's like, and he plays the djembe and stuff, so it's easy to uh, get these sort of African vibes uh, to recognize them there. But I think it's it's just 
yeah, the music what we make is just who we are. It's not really specifically one style or the other. And mm -hmm. also with this new album, we've got so many different styles in there, you know. And um, but in in total, it has the sound is has our sound, I think. Right. And 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 how important is traveling in discovering new yeah, music? Very important. Mm -hmm. Of course, you can find a lot of things online, but yeah. be able to to be directly exposed to those things is uh, is so valuable and. Uh, Yeah, so uh, yeah. yeah, so fortunate to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, and you're playing all around the world as well. Where can you can you name some of the or well, the most exotic places that you've played? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> uh, very very exotic. Tons of different people over there. Um, no, yeah, we, I, I, we've I, had the opportunity to play a lot of different crazy places. Have you played in Thailand as well? Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> played a Wonderfruit Festival last year. I think it was last year. Uh, How did people Apologies, it's it? just kind of a blur at a certain point, um, <laughs> touring all the time. Uh, it was great. I mean, the thing is, Wonderfruit Festival was, I mean, it's it's held in Thailand, but it, it was mainly like like British people, mm -hmm. you know? There was a handful of Thailand, you know, Thai people there as well. Like, the crew was all there. And so when we're, like, sound checking, we're, like, playing, like, Thai songs. Like, oh, you know Thai music. Like, yeah, I love Thai music, you know? But, like, I'm sure that the majority of the audience that was there um, might not have been aware of you know, where that music's from. They're just right. kind of there on holiday, <laughs> partying. That's actually yeah. really weird. That <laughs> It's a little yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, and, and do you, are you looking for opportunities to really play in Thailand, you know, for a Thai yeah. audience? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we played, um, where did we play in Bangkok? Uh, it, I remember it was extraordinarily hot. Um, and it was like an outdoor stage. And we got to play in, I'd, I'd say it was, you know, pretty much majority metropolitan, uh, Mm -hmm. Bangkokians, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and they were they were great. It was fantastic. Had a great time out there. I yeah. just love going back to Thailand. It's an uh, amazing place. Uh -huh. It's uh, it's everything and all of the other stuff that you don't know it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, uh, but how do you make uh, in the end? You make it into your own sound. You're collecting a lot of. Uh, influences, but you make it into your own sound. And how important is it then? For example, you're a Texan band. Is Texas important somehow to the oh man the sound? But like I just think we sound like Texas because mm. Texas is like just a big melting pot of at least Houston is, is a big melting pot of everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, growing up in Houston, you you're exposed to it's like one of the most diverse cities in the world. You know, you have people who have maybe left uh, another part of the world either for work or for business or for like like um, leaving um, and fleeing like political turmoil or just, you know, all, all kinds of different reasons. And there's tons of different little like enclaves and communities within Houston. But because Houston's laid out the way it is, like we all kind of end up in the same place. You know, it's all kind of just like a big gumbo. Yeah. Um, massive Indian community, massive uh, Vietnamese community, very large West African community. Um, and that's not to mention like the various... You know, folks from all points of like Spanish-speaking uh, Central and South America, Europe, uh, but pretty sizable Afghani community as well. Mm -hmm. You just kind of run into all kinds of folks, and that's that's what Krungman sounds like to me because we're all taking all this stuff together. But to, to answer your initial question, which is like, how do you make it our own? I think we'd make it our own just by like taking all of it and then putting it like trying to mix it all together. You know, we're not trying to sound any way, any specific way. Mm -hmm. uh, we have, you know, bass, drums, guitar, and those are our limitations. And so we kind of build within those limitations and try to use everything we've learned and put it together. And I think 
that sounds like KB to me. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And you you met uh, your drummer uh, Donald Johnson in in uh, Gospel Church, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. And also when I'm listening to Krangbin and I. Uh, if if I just don't listen to the guitar, it sounds like all my rare groove uh, sure, yeah. uh, tapes that I used to listen to. Yeah. So this is really it's really as a funk basis or a soul basis. Yeah, I mean we like to look for funk and disco and boogie from all over the world. That's the stuff that we're specifically looking for if we're going like record digging somewhere. It's like I want to go and find, you know, this uh, Czech cover of you know uh, Never Ending Story, right? Or, uh, <laughs> right, no, seriously, or like the Turkish version of like, what's the song? Like, If You Want My Body and You Think I'm Sexy by Rod Stewart. Like, the Turkish version is awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it is. Um, and it's like, we're just looking for funky stuff that has that, you know, it's like rare grooves. Like, bass and drums are, rare groove bass and drums are pretty easy to spot. Be like, oh, there it is. You know, but then it'll have this wicked, you know, Persian melody. Or <laughs> it'll have like this like really, you know, Um, almost oh, crazy sounding like like Thai vocal where they can do like with the Thai vocals that American vocalists cannot do mm -hmm. you know but it still has that like that rare groove backing it's like yeah. ooh right there because then you know if I introduce that to someone they're gonna be like oh okay yeah I can dig this even if the vocal might be a little you know out of their 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 realm yeah you need something to yeah there's something that they can be like oh yeah totally so when we like DJ sets it's like we want to like um play stuff that everyone can dance to and if they're like oh wait yeah, th this is not in English and yet I, I still like it well I'm still moving mm, that's great, great. <laughs> so yeah it's, it's intentional yeah, <laughs> you know yeah and you know did, did you ever play in, in any country of Africa uh, yeah, we went to Algeria last year uh -huh. uh, where I think that was it so far yeah yeah I would love to go back Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that was it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would love to play like Ghana or something, you know. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not so easy. No, uh, and just we can we can think of certain reasons, but why exactly is it uh, not easy? Because you're, well, the the uh, Sion Kuti calls you the the, the future well, ever, it was a, ever beat, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like yeah, political reasons also. So I th I'm not sure how they were like the people there would have responded like now, and especially now we don't we don't really do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's I think it's also a bit scary to to play there and, and have all these people sort of uh, you know they they know where it comes from and if you do, do it like uh, honor honor their music, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a fi financial thing also. We're like sure. we're yeah. nine people, and it's uh, it's sometimes difficult, and we're not like super super huge or mm -hmm. well known across across the, like in the world, you know. So yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it remains a, a dream to play in of Africa. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, I yeah, know. I would love to play everywhere. You know? yeah. not necessarily Africa only. You know, mm. but like, I just want to go everywhere. <laughs> um, If there's anyone in the audience who dares to pose a question, please do. Uh, and if not, we're, well, we're, you can interrupt any time. But um, I also ask you some of the music that you're listening to now, because the Thai funk thing uh, we heard a couple of uh, minutes ago wasn't really where, where the band started. Yeah. And now you came up with something Russian, Russian that we also could not find. Yeah. <laughs> But you sent a link. Uh, I, I just can't stop listening to this song. Uh, Um, if anyone here can read Cyrillic, uh, that might help out a little bit. But I, I can't, couldn't tell you what the band's name is. Don't know what they're singing about. 
I know it's a live recording, um, which also blew my mind because it was just so like, this is live? Like they're doing this live? This is crazy. Um, and I hope you guys, you know, really enjoy it. So. Зорки успыхвать на тенево, да плеча моего притулися. The Russian song. <laughs> a Russian song. Yeah. <laughs> might, uh, the band might be Belarusian, but, you know, not getting we into don't geopolitics know. here. Yeah. Uh, how did you come across this one? Uh, YouTube. Yeah. That was a YouTube one. Yeah. And that just sort of popped up in your algorithm? or? Um, so when I was a kid, my mom had this one Russian record uh, by uh, Pesnieri, and it had this... Uh, one cut that I liked on it a whole lot. And I think I typed that in. It's like, oh, I just really want to hear that right now. And then on the sidebar, you know, well, the sidebar brings all kinds of crazy stuff. And I think maybe uh, some members of that band ended up being in this band, um, which is why it's connected in some way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, one of those kind of random YouTube discoveries. And I'm like, you know, my jaw's on the floor. We're actually at a hotel room. I forget which city we were, we were at, but uh, DJ was there. And they were like, uh, it was, the, the version that I saw first was just like, you know, it was just like the picture and the song, you know? And then we heard the, the audience at the end and we're like, well, there's no way this was live. And then I'd like, they went to go eat dinner and I'm like, just trying to find this, like, there's gotta be footage of this. And I found footage of that recording of them playing it live. And I was like, this is like, at like an award show or something. Like they just, this is for real. Like it's not like a studio recording to me. Usually live recordings sound very, you know, live. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So there it is. That's, so that's the, the, the great digging now is is done online. Yeah, YouTube digging. YouTube. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the sidebar. This is the, the most sidebar. Important. Don't discount the sidebar. <laughs> yeah. But been listening to that a lot. Um, also uh, been trying to dig into the catalog of the Grateful Dead. Uh, not something that I thought I was going to found my, my way into, <laughs> but then we've been playing some jam festivals. I'm like, man, I really need, need to like learn some more about this jam thing. So yeah, Grateful Dead has some jams. Okay. Who would have thought? <laughs> Another recommendation. Another recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Gino, how do you find new music or what kind of new music uh, do you listen to now? Yeah, all, all sorts of things. Like um, with 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 Alton Gunn, uh, Jasper has like he's amazing crate digger. I'm not much of a like record digger myself, mm -hmm. but I'm just surrounded by these guys who are 
so much into that stuff and I just uh, they, they just mix up a playlist like every, uh, once in a, once a month for all the finds they make mm-hmm. and that that's a that's a huge source of, of things where, where I get music from just via via the contacts I have a yeah. lot and uh, I travel I traveled um, Colombia last year mm-hmm. so I met some great people there and uh, some really classic classic maestros there it's amazing uh, like to these little villages so that's uh, yeah, that's where I go and um, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. is there anything that we can find on on uh, Spotify now to maybe you can check out uh, Gaiteros de San Jacinto <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's, that's, I went to this little village and this guy showed me uh, I met up with him via via and uh, he just showed me all the way all the way around this little village uh-huh. and uh, I met these guys from like nine years old and they are let me see you see how live this podcast is Check here. it's live <laughs> that, that just swings amazing Great stuff. Yeah, yeah, man, there's unbelievable groove. It's and is this playing in the band bus then as well? Do you? Yeah, like yeah. every, like loads of things. We also have these other friends. They have a radio show and they just go to these um, thrift shops and 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 find like very cheap old old uh, records and they just go through those and then like once every five records they have this one song which they like and then they make this whole playlist. It's called uh, Hold Mama Hold Radio and they. And they have so many weird stuff, you know. Mm. So we used to just play play these uh, play these sessions they had on the radio and record those, and then just sit, put them in the in the car all the time. Or somebody else has an amazing playlist. But yeah, we go all around the world from yeah from different things. Yeah. Okay, well, I think all our listeners have enough recommendations now uh, to uh, <laughs> to start digging around on YouTube and on uh, Spotify. Uh, thank you so much for, for being here, Mark Spear. Thank you. Uh, Gino Groeneveld from Jungle by Night. And also from Altengun. Uh, you just played and you both are going to play later this evening uh, well, on the main stage. So uh, we'll, we'll hear more from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thank you all. Je luisterde naar een podcast van Tivoli Vredeburg. Abonneer gratis via iTunes, Spotify of andere podcast apps... om ook de volgende aflevering automatisch op je telefoon te laten verschijnen. Tot dan!